Good morning. Today is Thursday, the 20th of December. I am your very regular but very happy host, Jaka. The usual disclaimer is that I am in no way a religious or um, theology subject matter expert. I'm just a regular person, happy to be here raising my voice with yours. Our general practice, and it shall continue today, is to use the Episcopal Book of common prayer to say the daily office. We use morning prayer right to, and we begin on page 75 of the Book of Common Prayer. But before we do that, we uh, will tell you what our readings are today, or this morning rather. So Psalm 50, Isaiah 9, 18 through 10, 4, 2 Peter 2, 10b through 16, and Matthew 3, 1 through 12. Now, we can turn to page 75 of the Book of Common Prayer and begin our time together. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. We continue with the Confession of Sin on page 79. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us all our sins, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our King and Savior now draws near. Come, let us adore him. Alleluia. We will say together the Jubilate, beginning on page 82. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Our King and Savior now draws near. Come, let us adore him. Alleluia.
Psalm 50 The Mighty One, God the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and does not keep silence. Before him is a devouring fire and a mighty tempest all around him. He calls to the heavens above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Gather to me my faithful ones who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens declare his righteousness for God himself is judge. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. I will not accept a bull from your house or goats from your folds, for every wild animal of the forest is mine. The cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the air, and all that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world and all that is in it is mine. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. But to the wicked, God says, What right have you to recite my statutes or take my covenant on your lips? For you hate discipline and you cast my words behind you. You make friends with a thief when you see one and you keep company with adulterers. You give your mouth free rein for evil, and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your kin. You slander your own mother's child. These things you have done, and I have been silent. You thought that I was one just like yourself. But now I rebuke you and lay the charge before you. Mark this, then, you who forget God, or I will tear you apart and there will be no one to deliver. Those who bring thanksgiving as their sacrifice honor me. To those who go the right way, I will show the salvation of God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah. Chapter 9, verse 18, through chapter 10, verse 4. For wickedness burned like a fire, consuming briars and thorns. It kindled the thickets of the forest, and they swirled upward in a column of smoke. Through the wrath of the Lord, through the wrath of the Lord of hosts, the land was burned, and the people became like fuel for the fire. No one spared another. They gorged on the right, but still were hungry, and they devoured on the left, but were not satisfied. They devoured the flesh of their own kindred. Manasseh devoured Ephraim, and Ephraim Manasseh, and together they were against Judah. For all this, his anger has not turned away. His hand is stretched out still. Ah, you who make iniquitous decrees, who write oppressive statutes, 
to turn aside the needy from justice and to rob the poor of my people of their right, that widows may be your spoil, and that you may make the orphans your prey. What will you do on the day of punishment in the calamity that will come from far away? To whom will you flee for help, and where will you leave your wealth, so as not to crouch among the prisoners or fall among the slain? For all this his anger has not turned away. His hand is stretched out still. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together Canticle 8, found on page 85. I will sing to the Lord, for he is lofty and uplifted. The horse and its rider has he hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my refuge. The Lord has become my Savior. This is my God, and I will praise him. The God of my people, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a mighty warrior. Yahweh is his name. The chariots of Pharaoh and his army has he hurled into the sea. The finest of those who bear armor have been drowned in the Red Sea. The fathomless deep has overwhelmed them. They sank into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in might. Your right hand, O Lord, has overthrown the enemy. Who can be compared with you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, awesome in renown, and worker of wonders? You stretched forth your right hand, the earth swallowed them up. With your constant love you led the people you redeemed. With your might you brought them in safety to your holy dwelling. You will bring them in and plant them on the mount of your possession, the resting place you have made for yourself, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, that your hand has established. The Lord shall reign forever and forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Second Peter chapter 2, verse 10b through 16. Bold and willful, they are not afraid to slander the glorious ones, whereas angels, though greater in might and power, do not bring against them a slanderous judgment from the Lord. These people, however, are like irrational animals, mere creatures of instinct, born to be caught and killed. They slander what they do not understand, and when those creatures are destroyed, they also will be destroyed, suffering the penalty for doing wrong. They count it a pleasure to revel in the daytime. They are blots and blemishes, reveling in their dissipation while they feast with you. They have eyes full of adultery, insatiable for sin. They entice unsteady souls. They have hearts trained in greed. Accursed children, they have left the straight road and have gone astray, following the road of Balaam, son of Bosor who loved the wages of doing wrong, 
but was rebuked for his own transgression. A speechless donkey spoke with a human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's say together Canticle 19. And this is kind of special for Advent. So on page 94. O ruler of the universe, Lord God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth, O King of all the ages. Who can fail to do you homage, Lord, and sing the praises of your name? For you only are the Holy One. All nations will draw near and fall down before you, because your just and holy works have been revealed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 12. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his right around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us stand and say together the Apostles' Creed, affirming our faith of one voice. I believe, oh, on page 96, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. 
Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We will use Suffrages Set A, just a little lower on the page, on 97. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires. Incline our hearts to keep your law and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So now is the time when we usually talk about the readings a bit, and then we have particular prayers. So starting starting at the beginning <laughs> with our psalm. What speaks to me here is that with verse 1, God speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. My commentary here says that this is a covenant renewal liturgy and that it seems to record a ceremony in which the people reaffirm their commitment to the covenant. And I, I do kind of love that, that God is there at the beginning and the end and all the way through and that he governs all movement even of our planet and then further verse 8 not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you your burnt offerings are continually before me verse 14 offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the most high Call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. This is beautiful to me. 
God is saying that it is not by the value of tangible things that he deems the worthiness of our sacrifices. It is the sacrifice of thanksgiving. It is the vows we make to him. And that's so important to me because I, I guess I'm on the path to renewing my vows of faithfulness to the Lord and perhaps entering into some new vows. And as we talk through things like abstinence and celibacy and sublimation of sexual desire, I really believe that in the middle of our crazy culture of complete sexual licentiousness, the key is twofold. Those of us who are not married, um, and I do believe that marriage, for the record, can be between a man and a man, or it's not one man, one woman. That's not my personal belief. But those of us who are not married are in a place where we should offer vows of faithfulness to God, to ourselves, and to our future spouse. And then the other piece of that is that um, there is a sublimation of sexual desire where we transcend that where we offer up that energy and it transcends itself and us into a greater relationship with creation as a whole. And I know this sounds really esoteric. I forgive me for all of that, but this Psalm to me speaks to all of that and more. And then God says in verse 15, call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. Um, I am so honored when my friends or my coworkers approach me for advice or just for a listening ear and to know that God feels that way about me is just amazing that God is honored when we come to him in our time of trouble and we ask him for help that that is beautiful we're not a burden he is not off put he doesn't say well you could have done such and such he is honored with our sharing our burdens with him just let that sink in a little bit like God considers it a gift when we come to him with our trouble in our New Testament reading I was a little bit unsure about why this was included in the Advent readings and admittedly I didn't research it but what I read here is that God will wreak justice on the unrighteous and Christ will bring grace so not only can we rest assured that God is going to make all things right and those who have abused his children will get what is coming to them. But also, Christ will come and offer grace, and it is transformative for even the most unrighteous, and we are all unrighteous. Don't think I need to beat that one home anymore. Our New Testament reading from Second Peter
is a bit along those same lines, but it, I think it calls us to be greater than animals, to rise above our initial knee-jerk reactions and base instincts. And that is not to say that all flesh or humanity is evil. I'm just saying that um, God is calling us to be more than that. We certainly should allow ourselves to feel our feelings and have our initial reactions. But grace calls us to hesitate before acting on them and to rise to something higher, to sublimate, as we were talking about, to transfer those um, energies into something that is healing and holy and furthers the universal purpose of Christ in the world. Just as the angels do. The angels don't go judging the humans, right? (laughs) That's kind of what I think verses 11 and 12 say. And, And then in 16... Um, I know this is a quote, but, but this speaks to me a little bit was rebuked for his own transgression. A speechless donkey spoke with a human voice and restrained the prophet's madness. Not only can God speak through a donkey, but the check to our own insanity and so much of, of our common culture is insanity can come from anywhere. Um, Even the prophets go mad and even the donkeys restrain them. Put a pin in that. I think it might be important later. But for the moment, let's continue on to Matthew 3, our gospel reading for today. This is um, Matthew's version of the same story that that we read yesterday, actually. Um, I think yesterday was Mark, right? Um, something I want to say here is that John is important too. Uh, John is humble. John the Baptist, that is. And he serves, but he serves a very important, important purpose. And I think part of the message today in this moment, the snapshot in time, to me at least, is that the preparation that we do, and I think maybe that's, this is why that's part of our Advent readings, is that John was preparing the way for Christ just as Advent prepares the way for Christ to reenter our hearts, or at least that's my feeling about it at the moment. Um, preparation is very important, and we, we have a responsibility not only to capitalize on the advancements of those who went before us. And I mean that in the most very positive sense of the word capitalize. Um, it's our responsibility to take the path that much further that they have laid in front of us, but it's also our responsibility to prepare the way for those who come behind us. So let the sacrifices and the honor and the advancements of those who went before not be wasted. And then also Let us pave the way for those who come behind us. So it is both honoring those who have gone before, and it is also bearing our responsibility to those who come after. I think that's really important. So that's what I have to say about the readings today. And then I I have some personal prayers. I pray that we may be worthy of those who have gone before and who come after, and that we have grace to accept ourselves as human and turn to God in our time of need. 
And may we offer up to him all of our energies and allow him to trans to use them to transcend our mortal selves and to bring us into his universal mission that we may be co-creators with Christ, part of something so much larger than ourselves. All this I pray in the holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We'll start to wrap up with the general thanksgiving on page 101. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear for our creator has made us holy, has always protected us and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.